from Infinite Guest, this is Top Score, a conversation with composers who write music for video games. I'm Emily Reese. Legend of Grimrock 2 is what's called a dungeon crawler. At its simplest, that means it's a fantasy game in which players search around dungeons or forests or wherever, kill a bunch of enemies and score a bunch of loot, like new weapons or new armor or currency, however the game chooses to reward you as a player. So that's what the game is like. The music, though, not so simple. Three composers in Finland who call themselves Scoring Helsinki wrote a thoughtful score with live instruments and plenty of musical themes to sing along to while you play. You'll hear from all three of them today, Henry Vartio, Anu Honkonen, and Pertu Venska. Well, I mean, it's, it's a very traditional dungeon-crawling, tile-based adventure game, basically just brought, you know, to modern, modern standards, I guess. Yeah, it's um, like Eye of the Beholder and Dungeon yeah. Master and all those great classics. Run around this island and go through these dungeons fighting mon- monsters and solving pl- puzzles and all kinds of exciting stuff. It's it's got some fantasy elements to it, right? You've got you know giant spiders and magic and all this kind of stuff. So, how did you decide to come up with a sound for the game? Well, we thought about what is the kind of feeling you want to want to have when you're going on an ab- adventure on a mysterious island. You you want it to be like you want the music kind of to take take you with it and like feel heroic and exciting and kind of amp you up for the experience we went through a lot of a lot of like the 90s 80s adventure movies and and that's that kind of scoring like conan and uh, like basil polidoris and john williams and and uh, other those like great great soundtracks we all have grown up with and and kind of like we tried to i know the old school rules of the game by going after the the sound of that era in the movies. This for you then meant, you know, brass, strings, a choir. What other kind of elements did you did that conjure for you? Woodwinds, definitely woodwinds. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, because that is kind of with the modern sound. It's it's more like boosting everything with synths and and going after the biggest sound possible. So it means like a lot of triple forte brass and and like big strings and other stuff. But we kind of decided to go after all also like the like the smaller dynamics and and smaller stuff and kind of like to try to orchestrate it properly yeah i mean uh instead of just going like the typical hybrid ro- route which would have been great probably but we decided that for this game specifically i think going into a more like a traditional sense of orchestral writing was appropriate I guess. Yeah, wanted to avoid synths and too modern stuff. Yeah, basically. I mean, of course, there's like modern production quality in it yeah, a lot, but 
the basis for the music is very, very um, like traditional and to the roots of wh what the adventure music to us kind of what that kind of music should be. And I mean, that region of the world is almost the 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 motherland, really, for for fantasy and that kind of. Uh, you know, when I think of like Pier Gint and all of the elves and fairies and, and those kinds of elements that come from that region of the world, did, did any of that have any kind of impact on the sound you were after? The island of Nex, where the game is located in, it's kind of this like European and like... Yeah, we, we asked, asked of the developers about that, like how, how do they see like if it was in some part of the... Yeah, well, well, what we kind live of in culture like, based yeah, based yeah. Ah, okay. And, and all the lore and, and whatever, and, and then we, it has these like Celtic elements. Not necessarily Norwegian or, or like Scandinavian composers or, or anything. Not not like con uh, consciously, at least. That's a difficult question. Yeah, we, we kind yeah. of try to make it like uh, uh, like a combination of different kind of cultures. Like like for example, I, I did a couple of cues in the in uh, in there, and I used a lot of sakuhatsi. Well, it's not technically like based around that European culture, but I thought it created like this really interesting color to it that kind of made it feel sort of you know otherworldly and yeah like eth ethnic yeah kind of like, but it but it's yeah. still like very like european roots kind of western you ended up using themes and leitmotif right can you talk a little bit about that and how that kind of is reflected throughout the game in the main theme you can hear the love how many in total maybe it's like four in total yeah i think there's like four different motifs in the game or five that appear. Uh, there's the like heroic. The main theme has that really powerful like da 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 thing. Yeah, the that's, fun part. Like. Yeah, that, that's like the players kind of kind of theme where you kind of celebrate the player going to the island and exploring stuff. And there's there's elements of the wizards theme and uh, like the motif that is. Uh, yeah, 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 it comes in the in the middle section, but but maybe. It's kind of like da 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 that's like, like, that, this, like the most memorable yeah. theme. That is kind of like like a promise of great adventure and great things yeah. to come. It's not necessarily as associated with anything in particular. Kind of like that you can point out. It's yeah, it's not like, really a. Uh, it's it's not a motive for any 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 tangible thing in the game. But it's more about the promise of great adventure and mm -hmm. excitement. And then there is yeah. the. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that thing, like, yeah, this cello line at the end of the middle section, and I basically just, you know, was looking at the artwork for the island, basically the picture that they have in the main main menu. I was thinking, like, this is really nautical. Like, it it has this this sea in it, and how it how the the island kind of is mysterious, and you're kind of flying towards it, and there's adventure awaits and how, how there should be mystery mystery and um, it has to like pull you in so I created this kind of 
like like a little little melody that kind of pulls you in with like suspense and mystery. And then there's the wizards theme, which is the like the in the middle section, which repeats in all the boss battles, boss battle music. Yeah, it's the like the two minor chords between a like a small second. How do you say it? That is kind of like those are the main elements. Those are yeah. the thing. Of course, we have the rhythmic theme, which is like the three big, hits. big hits, which is yeah. like dun dun dun, and that's really about what is it to fight for survival in the in the island. Like yeah. like that. That's like the battle theme, basically about the excitement and all those kind of things. Like the final final battle music, the like the wizard's theme is like constantly. Uh, playing and it's kind of like and it's mo- moving through the keys and whatever it's kind of like and and basically it's it's because th- that is the how would I say like the ultimate form of it or whatever kind of like yeah. so every, everything else is just like a reminder or, or like like a hint of things to come. so amazed and and I I feel like I almost admire composers who work in groups more than I admire the composer who works alone because essentially what to me the impression is you know that you have a certain set of skills but that you don't have all the skills yes definitely yeah so talk to me a little bit about that about coming to that realization as an individual that you're better as part of a team it gives you so much more when you can rely on someone and you know that you can pitch them ideas and you're going to get per, you know you're going to get really good feedback and communication and i feel like you should really find people who su- supplement your your creative flow that way and help you achieve better things than what you could do alone at some point when you're working solo it's kind of you, you get get this stress over you know how are you how are you going to cope with a project solo but when you work in a team, it's kind of like you can take on anything. It's like you, you can conquer the world because you know you have people to rely on and you don't have to stress about it and you can just concentrate on making the best work you can. Tell me about how each of you discovered you were, you wanted to be a musician. I'm sure, you know, like, how did that journey happen for each of you where you realized that this was how you wanted to spend your life? The way how I realized it was, I mean, I don't know how old I was, but I was like watching some movie. That was like the first time I realized like film music is actually a thing. 
And I was like, I want to do this. I mean, I, I, I just want to do music for this kind of things. So I want to do sweeping melodies and, you know, awesome themes and write, write this great orchestral music and big sounding thing. And I didn't have any plan on how to achieve that. And it kind of just happened over time that now I'm sitting here with, you know, two of the greatest composers I really know. Thanks, Henry. And uh, we're doing stuff together. And I mean, it's just it just keeps on getting better and better. To me, there's there's never been a question about not being a musician. Like I've always had kind of like possibilities of doing other things. But I remember I think I was nine or eight or something. We had to write an essay in school about what what are you going to do in was it like 20, 30 years and I, I remember very clearly writing on I'm going to be writing music and touring. I was about five or six years old when I started to play guitar and made a drum, made drums out of what I found, you know, the woods from the forest and the card boxes. And yeah, yeah, all that stuff. Then I realized, what, what the hell, this is fun. I, I just got interested more and more. I found out about this particular soundtrack and this particular game is through another aspect of my job, which is every time, uh, on occasion, we do live broadcasts here at Classical NPR of the Minnesota Orchestra. And in advance of those concerts, I always go to Orchestra Hall and interview whoever's conducting and whoever's soloing. And of course, the music director here uh, of the Minnesota Orchestra is Pertu's father, Osmo Venska. So, and it was just a very offhand conversation we were having, but this is how I found out about the game. So, can you tell me a little bit about uh, growing up with with that kind of influence in, in your life and how that uh, managed to get you where you are today as a musician? I think it's made things easier because, like, of course, he's busy, he's a busy guy and uh, Osmo and, and he's not always been around that much, like at at home. But but he's always been very supportive and and always like gave room to 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 the ideas we all the all we children wanted to be. Uh, I can always ask him what to do, and I regularly phone him if if I has, have a have a problem with whatever like. What do you think of this orchestration solution? Like, do you think this works, or do you have an idea, and whatever? And he always answers, and it's it's a very kind of like good, uh, fruitful relationship, uh, and I, I I really like it. And you have a great orchestra there. I've been listening to it for like quite a few times.
there's this really strong game industry in Finland. Can can the three of you speak a little bit about that and how these amazing game developers are making amazing games in in Finland now? We are a small nation, but we have lots of like great musicians and we have like great metal bands coming out which are kind of like influencing a lot of the world and i think it comes from the same like kind of like introverted world well game developers they are kind of like they are like introverted artists who are like they are doing their thing they are really really like focusing on one thing they might be you might be a geek who's been laughed at school and it doesn't really matter if you are a game I developer. Will show the world <laughs> yes <laughs> You can be a game developer or you can be a musician or whatever and you get the same kind of treatment. But in Finland, I think it's not that bad. Like people are allowed to do what they do. And it's allowed to, it's kind of like people allow other people to be introverted and and not be interested in like social activities and, and take part in whatever school groups and other stuff. Like it's allowed. and And that kind of like, comes out with this great now we have like a great gaming boom we have supercell we have rovio we have all these almost human we have like great companies doing great games if you are doing something that nobody else is doing in all kinds of players and would you bring in like three or four violins and then they would do second passes to make them sound like eight or how did you how did you do that uh, the main sound you are hearing is, is from the live players it's kind of like this I think we had six strings yeah some, six strings yeah. and then we had like a separate session for Brass. doing some uh, doing some uh, like extra cellos and stuff oh, yeah it was done six six strings and then um, four brass players and then a six-piece choir the extra cellos and and yeah, I think we did even like a low brass section. Oh yeah, yeah. extra, 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 blows. extra, extra yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's so much like this pompous and heroic low brass and cello and everything like like it, it's a very kind of it's hard to you know describe, but it, it feels like a very masculine score. Mm-hmm. So we we thought you know we have to have a big bottom end on it, and. We had and we all, found all the, a contrabass sound. We we found a contrabass trombonist. Yeah, nice. that was just <laughs> blast. Oh, him in and yeah. Oh, that's so fun. We did a lot of double tracking on it to yeah. get like the sections sounding mm-hmm. like a big orchestra because I mean the we did it and then and we doubled it with like we doubled it kind of like on the background to kind of like produce a, like a larger sound we we like use samples to kind yeah. of like, like make it make sample it bigger and production mm-hmm. and tweaking and mixing to make everything blend together and just sound mm-hmm. like a one whole. It's really great I, that cello line in the. 
main theme when that cello line comes in. It, it's really effective. It, it's effective. Yeah, it's yeah. great. It's, it's it's great to play it. It's uh, uh, like an old friend of mine who happened happened to be in town. He now plays with the Stavanger Orchestra in Norway. But mm-hmm. he happened mm-hmm. to be in town, Jakko Pulakka, and of course he wanted to be in sessions. Like he's a gamer too, and and he he loves this kind of stuff. He delivered with the cello solo. Excellent. Thank yeah, you, I mean, it, yeah, it was it was so much fun to hear. Like we spent a lot of time to make them, you know, the melodies sweeping and like first first and foremost make them fun to play and like so that the players can have a blast with it and and I think we were able to pull that off because we got a lot of very very positive feedback from the players that we had on the sessions they they just loved it So thank you all very, very much. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. And thank you for you. all the listeners who are who are listening to this. Thank you for listening to Top Score from Infinite Guest. You can learn more about Henry, Pertu, and Hanu and see a full playlist from this episode at infiniteguest.org. TopScore's production assistant is Pierce Huxtable, and Mark Hintz mixes each show. TopScore is supported in part by a grant from the National Endowment for the Arts, Artworks. You can follow TopScore on Twitter and Facebook at TopScorePodcast. That's TopScore. I'm Emily Reese. <laughs>